0: It's the matchup presented by DraftKings. I'm your host Travis Fulton. Thank you for uh, making us part of your day post U.S. Open, Torrey Pines. I know this guy on the right of me had uh, a lot of things cooking heading into Sunday, and and like me, Rory McIlroy. Well, I don't know if it's a, a lack of concentration now, or if it's just some anxiety that we're starting to see uh, from Rory late on Sundays. But he faded. Brooks Kepka faded, DJ fell off, and all of a sudden, there was the man, the most complete player, John Rahm, win the U.S. Open. And we'll reflect back on that, but we're going to look ahead, folks. Travelers Championship, great field uh, up in Connecticut. Joining me, Kenny, Kim, I, uh, I got you off your job there for hopefully here just only 30 minutes to give my viewers some great insight because I know you're really good at this stuff.
1: Yeah, unlike your other guests this week, uh, I don't have a studio to do this out of also I am at my lunch break at work. So my studio is my car today. So I'll be So if you hear some beeping and stuff, uh, that'll be the construction work going on around me. And I apologize for that. But uh, you know, I got, I got to make a living and I got to don't do it all yet through golf. Like the other guys, you got <laughs> on the show this week. So, so I, I got my, my, my studio is in my car.
0: Today, I love it. Your and golf I'm, clubs are in the back. I can see, I'm, right?
1: Yeah. See, see the clubs back there. I always keep the clubs in the car, go out, Try and hit as much as I can. Watch some of your videos for your swing tips. I like the one okay. you had about Rom. That was pretty interesting stuff.
0: Okay, well, good. Well, at least someone's watching. I appreciate that. And uh, I know you uh, you spent a lot of time with this, though. Fantasy golf, uh, you do a lot of double-up bets there with DraftKings and um, some outright winners. And this week, Travelers Championship, this is a fun event. You know, I, I've i played this golf course many times, TPC River Highlands, and this is a completely different track than, than what we saw last week. Torrey Pines, big ballpark, 7,600 yards, rough, um, you know, right there on the coast, specific. And now we come over here to Connecticut, and this is a par 70, and it's going to play like 6,900 or just under. It's a short track, another Pete Dye design. Two par fives, nine par fours in that 400 to 460 range. So this is not a golf course where you have to have a lot of distance. We've seen different kinds of winners here. All you gotta do is look at the last two years. DJ won last year and the year before that was Ches Revy. I mean, anybody can play here, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, you look back at like 2001 to what, 10 when Bubba won for the first time, he was one of the longer guys out there and he was in a playoff with, with Corey payment, right? <laughs> Wasn't he in like, yeah. you know, like one of the shortest hitters like ever out there. So yeah, yeah. Anybody, uh, can do their thing out here. I mean, you can try and pound it out there if you'd like, or you can just, you know, hit the fairways. I think like 70% of the fairways are hit anyway. So it seems like most of the time golfers use less than driver off the tee. sort of makes it a second shot course. But I mean, these young guys nowadays, they just, they sometimes they just go out and pound it no matter the course.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Bryson tried to do that last week and it, it worked for the most part. He struggled down the stretch late on Sunday, shot 44. He's in the field. Uh, Brooks is in the field. And DJ defending champions in the field to your point last year in the playoff, it was Dustin Johnson and Brendan Todd. I mean, I mean, look at those two. I mean, Brendan hits it barely out of a shadow and Dustin is, you know, out there three fifteen. So I, you know, these courses, us open, usually it's very straightforward. Like last week, like don't overthink this. I mean, this is a a power track. This is a power major. Like you could, I mean, John Rahm, no one's surprised, right? Brooks Kepka's there. No one's surprised. Bryson DeChambeau is there. No one's surprised. I mean, they're the best players, but at the U.S. Open, it it, it favors that longer hitter at those distances with the rough, that kind of thing here. There's a lot more names in play. So we've got some work to do here, my man. We've got to, we've got to try to give these people something to, to kind of whittle down and, and think about. So the way we do it, we're going to start at the top range here in the matchup, and we're going to touch a lot of players here. And then after each range, we'll give you kind of our, favorite play. We're not going to tell you the exact card, but we'll give you some feels for how we're going to start our cards and some guys that we'll certainly sprinkle in as we play multiple cards uh, on DraftKings. I'll give you some win odds as we go from DraftKings Sportsbook as well. So kicking it off here in the top range, 11,400 defending champion Dustin Johnson. There's Bryson 11,100 who's played well here. He's had three top tens in the last three years. Kepka 10,700. Can't lay 10 for Patrick Reed, 10,000. So I'll just give you a clean slate here. Y- you think about those names. Are you inclined to start your card with one or two of those guys, different cards, or are you going to fade, do you think, primarily up top and go down underneath?
1: Uh, no, I'm definitely going to play at least one of these guys. I'm having a tough time deciding between Bryson and Kepka. I, uh, I mean, Kepka, the numbers sort of line up better, but then you've got Bryson with the better course history here. Uh, you know, three straight top tens uh, at this event. So he, so he knows how to play this course. Um, you know, I, I, we'll see if he can overpower it. I, I I don't remember exactly how he went about it last year, uh, but I'm sure he pulled out driver more than most of it. Most everyone else, uh, you know, that was sort of the beginning of his run of being all hulked up, <laughs> but, uh, You know, I'm probably going to start with one of those two. I mean, Kepko, the numbers-wise in the last 50 his iron play has been great. He's really been good with just shorter irons. The majority of the approaches in this place are going to be from 125 to 175. Like like you said, a lot of 400 to 450-yard par-fours. He thinks that, like, I don't know, Bryson during his interview sort of, made a point about you know this is going to you know sort of end soon maybe they have something planned in the books for this week and if they do i sort of give the edge of kepka i think bryce don't try too hard i mean it's a simple narrative right there uh but i i'm just i'm going with one of those two guys i'm not completely sure which one i'm going with yet oh you know it's draft king so we'll look at ownership as well i'll check that mm-hmm. out on wednesday probably over at cup's corner and then try and figure it out from there
0: yeah i think those are i think that's fair um i think Bryson. i've said a few times now uh, on twitter that you know, Bryson, he, he's driving the ball well. We know that. Um, but it's just the touch and the finesse where he's kind of missing right now. I mean, he lost seven in at the short game at the U.S. Open. Now, the short game is not going to have near the value here at Travelers that it did at the U.S. Open because guys are just simply going to be hitting more fairways and greens, where <coughs> at the U.S. Open, it was like you hit a fairway and a green, and that's, that's a big deal. You're just going to miss more there. Um, well, I mean,
1: he also had a couple of shanks, basically. In yeah. the last few holes around the green, you probably lost a couple of strokes just on those right. shots, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah. And the approach with the wedges, the shorter ones, that just seems to be the opportunity. So I'm, I'm tending to shy away a little from Bryson and giving the edge to, to Brooks. Cause to your point, I think it's a good one. Brooks is just more dialed in, you know, with those, with those shorter distances and Brooks just frankly looks better to me and more confident. How motivated is he going to be? His brother's in the field. A lot of rumors, like he's playing because chase is there. Um, yeah. 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 So, you know, I, but Brooks, I think is certainly the lean DJ I think is coming on. I think the putter is getting better. Um, I was probably a little early with him last week. I tend to be a little bit of a DJ Homer at times, which has worked out for me well. And then other times not so well. Um, but I think as you look down Cantley, of course, one Memorial, and then can you get on the right side of Patrick Reed? I think Reed probably not the best venue for him. Um, I think I would probably pass on a Patrick Reed here. This is he was T-24 last year, T-30, missed the cut in 18, can't lay. Okay, he's had three top 20s in the last three years, but we need win equity. We need a guy that can finish up here and win this tournament. All right, so of those five, you got you to pick one here on the show. Who's it going to be? I'm going to go Kepka Oh, I, damn
1: it. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, he let me go first, so yeah, that's the way it's going to go. I'm going to go Kepka. I like I like the way he looks across the board when it comes to stats. And I, I, I think, uh, I think T- Tyler might be right. I think they might be paired together this week. We'll see in a couple hours. Uh, and, and if Bryson and Kepko paired together, I want to give the edge to Kepko.
0: Yeah, I, 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 totally agree. Kepka is certainly my, my heavy lean here, um, up top, but I think if I had to go from there, you know, I, I, I would probably, I'll probably give you uh Cantley. I think Cantley's starting to play some good golf, uh, DJ at eleven four. that's a big number. And I think Cantlay at 10-4, um, certainly improving here. I think he'll be inside the top 10, just one at the Memorial. And um, I think he's starting to play some good golf. All right. DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It is easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new betters and nearly limitless ways to get in on all the actions, my friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will, too. Listen to this great offer. Place a pre-tournament wager of $1 to be eligible to cash $100 in free credits if Bryson DeChambeau sinks a birdie this week. That's 100 to 1 odds on Bryson hitting a birdie during the tournament. 100 to 1 odds on an offer like this doesn't come around often so sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook now to get in on all the actions DraftKings is safe secure and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code Travis when you sign up to turn one dollar into one hundred dollars in free credits if Bryson Sinks a birdie this weekend. That's code Travis to turn $1 into $100 in free credits for limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbooks. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Moving on here. Let's move down to the nine thousands. Lots to look at here. As I start... Looking at my lineups, there's certainly a lot of guys here, 9,000, 8,000, certainly on the win board as well, that I'll be putting some money on. Uh, Paul Casey, I love here, uh, 9,900. Scheffler playing here for the second time at 9,600. Stroman, 94, loves it here. Matthew Wolf, good to see him back playing well, 93. Finau, 92, doesn't love it here. Abraham Anser, 91. And then Neiman, interesting name at 9,000. All right, clean slate. Take me to a couple names there.
1: I mean, the two that stick out to me are Casey and Streelman. They're probably going to be the two chalkiest guys out there. Uh, when it comes to Streelman, uh, he's you know, noted in the past that the back nine here is his favorite nine-hole stretch in any golf tournament, which makes sense because the year he won, he hit seven birdies. Uh, in that back nine to come storming back for his win. Uh, I mean, he's been playing really good golf. And I know a lot of people look at the price for Kevin Streamer at $9,400, you know, and like that's just too much. But the guy's been having, you know, a really, really good run here lately. Multiple top 20s. I think uh, a bunch of top 20s, a few top 10s out there. He played well, decent at the US Open last weekend. And you can't go wrong with Paul Casey. Uh, the course history is solid here. Uh, he's been playing exceptional golf, a bunch of top tens uh, this season, even as a win. I know a lot of people think it's tough for him to win outside of uh, the, the Uh But, you know, he had a win in Europe this year. He knows how what it takes. He's been playing good golf. It's a ton of greens. Uh, Tee to green is solid. Iron game is solid. So, uh, yeah, those are my two guys.
0: Yeah, I love Paul Casey here. I, I think – You know, I think Paul Casey's one good putting week away from winning. Um, He's, he's certainly hitting, he's doing everything good enough. He's just kind of tracking in that slightly negative putting, which is what he tends to do. Uh, But he's coming to a place. I think he's playing really good golf here. I mean, we're looking at a guy T five in 19 second, 18, fifth and 17. This is, this is a good spot. I I think for Paul Casey uh, to get a win. Your points noted Strelman loves it here. He was second last year. Um, And, you know, he's playing great golf. I mean, he flashed at the PGA um, and you know, this is, this is the perfect spot to him because the driver is taken out of the hand a little bit uh, for those bigger players. You know, Matthew Wolf showed a lot of good stuff, you know, last week, I, I think with Wolf, um, you know, he can kind of overpower you with the driver. I think they'll probably take the driver out of his hand here a little bit. I don't think this is the greatest track for Matthew Wolf. Missed the cut last year. Uh, T what? 80 the week at area yeah, T 80 back into, you know, T 60 back in 2019 and the following week, remember Wolf played very good at Detroit. So uh, I don't think this is the best spot for him. Finau surprisingly Kenny has struggled here you and know, he's I, really I, I, struggled I, here.
1: I think this is the year it changes. I have, you know, the thing about female is, you know, a couple of missed cuts when it comes to DFS and D draft Kings, he's always so popular, you know, like people just love clicking his name. Uh, you know, I think last week at the US Open, some of the big single entry, uh, you know, big time GPPs, there was like almost 30% owned, uh, you know, coming off miscuts, you know, I mean, it makes sense. He's you know, prior to last week, he top 10, 12 of his last 17 majors. Uh, but I just had this feeling, it, you know, looking at his numbers, it looks like he should fit, you know, yeah. this course. Uh, it just looks like, he, especially with his, with his shorter iron play. I mean, he's one of the best in the field from 125 to to 175, at least in the last 50 rounds, uh, you know, coming into this event. Um, So I I think maybe it reduced ownership for the first time in a long time. Uh, I'm, I'm pegging him in. I'm pegging him in on a bunch of lineups this week, especially GPPs.
0: Yeah. He missed the cut last week um, at the U S open. You look at his splits, bent grass, certainly his best. So that plays in his favor here as well. You know, he's just not playing very good golf either. His, his putting, I think there in, in May, uh, first part of June, didn't look good. He cleaned it up a little bit at the U.S. Open. Then his ball striking fell apart. Yeah, I mean, he's going to certainly, I think, be a little bit uh, lower owned. He's certainly a, a name that pops and people just click it because it's Tony now and they like him. Um, but he's missed a cut the last two years here. But he did T17, 17. So he he knows he can, he can get it done, but certainly not his best place over the last couple of years. It feels like to me... Talk me off this ledge, Abraham. Answer again. Best split bent grass green, missed the cut last week at the U.S. Open. Before that, really playing well though. Uh, Schwab fourteenth, eighth at the PGA, second at Wells, fifth at Valspar. Could you make the case this could be Abraham Answer's first win on the PGA Tour? That maybe it I mean, could come together for him here. I mean, it makes
1: sense. Like you said earlier, you know, the drivers, the big, the big dogs, sort of taken out of most most of these long guys' hands, so it evens out. Basically, everything off the team, eight isn't that long, Uh, you know, sort of one thing, even though he did, you know, what the PGA is pretty long course. He still did okay. Um, You know, you look at it, his iron game's always been strong, really good at par four scoring Uh, this event. You can always tell uh, with with the par 70, you got what, 48 par fours for the week. And, you know, most of the time the winners excel uh, on the par fours for the week year and he's one of the best in the field um he was also really good in those shorter par four so numbers wise it makes sense uh so we'll see i mean the only issue is his wedge game isn't like the greatest uh you know like 125 yeah. to 150 it, it, that's something that you know you might worry about but maybe he could lay up back a little bit and hit it from 150 to 175 which is he's amazing at which is sort of weird you know just those 25 yeah. yards is a huge difference
0: mm-hmm Yeah. I, gosh, it feels like it's coming and it feels like, you know, if you're willing to look past the U S open which is not going to be his best major championship by, by any stretch that's, you know, I'm, I can, I can look past that. His numbers are really good. He's trending really nicely. Can he have that week where it all comes together for him? And he maybe gets a few bounces that he hasn't had good point on the wedge play. I'll give you answer. Uh, I'm going to give you Abraham answer. 9,100 here at the bottom as my favorite.
1: I'm going to go go chalk. I'm going to go Paul Casey. (laughs) I'm see, I'm see how up up I just here. left
0: that for you? See, that's what I do. You, as a, you left it
1: open for me. You left it open for
0: me. So. <laughs> I, I just I left it right take, there for you. you. I love yeah, Paul I Casey had, this I week. I had to snatch it, you know. <laughs> I, I I I love Casey um, this week for sure. And uh, I love answering that. Uh, and, and Neiman deserves a look. 9,000, T5 back in 2019. Played well at the U.S. Open. Um, I think Neiman's another player there to load. 9,000 that uh, can certainly fit in. Let's move on here. Kicking us off, 89, three-time champion Bubba Watson. Uh, another lefty, 8,800, 8, Harmon, who's played well here. Cameron Smith is interesting at 87. Hoffman, 86. Siwoo, 85. Might just, well, this is Pete Dye design, so he knows a he thing died. or two about those. Justin Rose, 84. Henley, 83, played beautifully last week. Hinglish, 82, playing beautifully right now. Leishman, 81, former champ. Got to go all the way back to and. Twelve, Mark Leishman, one here. Adam Scott at eight thousand. Adam Scott, I he hasn't played here in the last five years at least, so it's been a while. Interesting to see him there. All right, let me let me. I'll kick us off here on this one. Um, go back up here to the top. And those two lefties, they've played well here, and they're playing well. I think Bubba Watson. It it it's you got to know, Bubba Watson's playing some really good golf this year. Um, And he's, I think he's found some things with this putter. Now he, he slipped off on the weekend at the U S open for sure. Um, But there's some good mojo going with Bubba right now. I think he's, I think he, I think he just feels good right now, mentally, physically, he's put himself in a tournament or two that he normally doesn't play, which tells me that he's, he's confident in playing, you know, he loves this golf course. He's won three times here. So Bubba 89, I think is going to get some play. And I think Harmon who has two top tens here in the last three years is pretty damn confident as well.
1: Yeah, I definitely like those two guys up top. I mean, the thing about Bubba is, I guess he's, uh, from what you're saying, he's been a little bit more consistent this year, you know, but it's usually just boom or bust with him. And you, you yeah. play Bubba above Bubba Tracks, and this is sort of above a track. He's won three times. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't put him in my double up, but, I mean, you know, some GPPs, uh, i definitely go ahead and play him at. Uh, Harmon I like in cash. I like in double ups. to so sort of more a little bit more consistent. He's uh, playing good golf, like you said. Um, I like how he, you know, sort of stays out of trouble uh, a lot of times. This course, you know, at sixty eight, 900 yards, it's it's not a cakewalk. You know, it's not like the easiest course out there. Uh, you know, you made teens on the par sometimes, depending on the conditions. The wind could pick up uh, Friday and Sunday uh, here. I, I mean, it's early in the week, but like 25 mile per hour gust could be on the radar for Sunday afternoon. Uh, so, I, you know, it's not a cakewalk and avoiding trouble could be helpful and Harmon's
0: pretty good at that. Mm -hmm. And some rough usually too, you know, you'll, you'll see some rough here uh, on this golf course historically. Um, You know, I think, I think the most interesting name so far is Cameron Smith because he hasn't played good here. And I think Cameron Smith this year has played his best golf in his career this year. He's we've seen the best version of Cameron Smith, but he comes in here missing the cut the last two years 8,700, I think, appropriately placed. I I think he's a really interesting name here um, on this board. Do you have any value for Cameron?
1: Yeah, I mean, when it comes to course history, this course is sort of hit or miss. I mean, I think four of the last, well, maybe I don't know, it was four of the last eight winners have missed a cut the week prior. So it's not about course history on that one. It's a number that popped into my head. Uh, but, you know, his short game's always been one of the better ones out there. Again, avoids trouble, uh, that really good putter, Uh, You're right. Earlier in the year, I rostered him almost every week. It was just auto-click, auto-click when it came. It sort of seems like he's sort of slowed down just a little bit uh, in his game. But, I mean, ownership-wise, I think no one's going to be on him. So it could be a really good leverage play when it comes to uh, large tournaments this week.
0: Yeah, good point. Last three weeks or tournaments, PGA 59th missed the cut the last two, Memorial in U.S. Open. U.S. Open's not, again, going to be his best venue. But, you know, you go into April, March – in february his best version for sure and then you go back to the masters which he usually always plays well he was second november um 10th in in april so yeah can he can he bounce back he's an interesting name another one hoffman 86 that always doesn't seem to quite get the respect um hoffman i think is playing some of his best golf um this year he's he's improved he's longer uh, i think his approach game his his short game is putting a lot of good things. I had his putting coach on the podcast last week, Derek uh, Ueda, which is a fascinating conversation. He's got a few guys in the field. Another one we'll get to here in a second that I'm really excited on here down in the, uh, in the sevens. Um, but Hoffman, all right, T15, T3. Let's see, back in 18 and 17. Can you get behind Hoffman here?
1: Yeah, I mean, his iron game is so strong. Uh, You know, at least recently, it's been so much better than it was. And that's why you've seen him sort of higher up on the leaderboard than he has been in the previous couple of years, except for the first round of the Masters. Uh, You know, so, you know, he's just been so good with his irons and he's giving himself so many opportunities uh, for birdie. Uh, So I think he's he's definitely live. I mean, I, I would like you said, you sort of discount. Uh, he was really popular last week and you know, what he finished like 58th or something like that, you can sort of discount that on a course like that. That's someone to get on, get on with uh, down here. Sort of like Russell Henley uh, as well. And talk about what, what are your feelings about Henley? Can you he pull a Ches Revy? You know? Yeah, I do. have a really yeah, I good do. 19. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you think you do that? I think so.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I think Henley can be easily just kind of kicked to the side here because it's just natural to think, well, God, he was, you know, he was right there in the U S open. He's going to be gassed. You come back here and, and yeah, Ches did the same thing. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Ches was yep. played yep. beautifully at the U S open. Then he came here and kicked everybody's ass. Uh, yep. So yeah, I, I, I think Henley, well, he's any, he, and he has a good course record here too. So I, I don't see any reason why the good play of Henley at 83 wouldn't continue. And Harris English now has kind of worked through his little um, drought there after winning earlier <laughs> in the year in January. And he's all of a sudden now playing very good golf could have won, at Congaree, um, if it wasn't for my boy Higo, but, um, you know, Leishman, I think I'll probably pass at 8,100. I think Adam Scott's another interesting name at 8,000 seems to be kind of trending and playing some better golf, but I I'm, I'm kind of leaning, I think to the middle here a little bit. I'm certainly going to play Henley. I, I, there's no question about that. And I think I'm going to play Cameron Smith. I I really do. I think I'm going to just, kind of project here a little bit and see if Cameron Smith can get back on the train here, because I do think it'll be low ownership, but I do think the ceiling with Cameron there is, is up there.
1: Yeah. I I think I'm going to go. Oh man. I think I'm going to go. This is tough. There's just so many guys I like in this range. (laughs) I'm going to go Henley. I'm going to go Henley. Yeah. Uh, It was either Henley or Harmon for me. Henley Harmon or Hoffman. One of those three H's. Uh, I think I going to go Henley. I just again, sort of a gut play. I, I, he just played so nicely last week, and his iron game so strong. Yeah. Uh, on you know, for the last year, he's been one of the best iron players in the world, like him, Morikawa, and JT. Except you know, Henley doesn't win. Uh, you know, that's, that's that's the one thing. So uh, you know, second shot course, I'll go with Russell.
0: Rapsodo mobile launch monitor improve your golf swing today. Pro level launch data in the palm of your hand. It is very accurate. Within 2% of a $20,000 unit, the Rapsodo MLM app automatically tracks stats and stores video with shot tracer, helpful for club gapping and understanding true distances for each club. Rapsodo MLM provides immediate feedback, data, and creates a better practice environment, not mindlessly hitting balls. Extremely portable. Case is about the size of a rangefinder, And you know what? You can use it both indoors and outdoors. I love this launch monitor. It's the Rapsodo mobile launch monitor. Check it out at rapsodo.com. R-A-P-S-O-D-O.com. Rapsodo.com. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that a lot. Harmon, Harmon's going to get some play this week yeah, for sure. He, he's going to yeah. be yeah, he's, he's going to be owned. Um, I think, yeah, Henley's Henley's going to be big time. And I will I'll roll the dice with Cameron Smith as well. All right. Down to the sevens. Here's how we, here's how we do the sevens. So we're just going to, I'm going to start up top there. It's going to start listing them. You get to a name you like, you stop me. All right. I'm going to stop you, you on the first the one.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're going to start at the top. I mean, you're going to start at the top. <laughs> Anybody Keegan definitely makes sense, right?
0: Anybody that's <laughs> followed me the last six months, they know um, Higo is is one of my favorites and has been. Oh, you're and, going Higo. I'm going huh? Keegan. Okay. So I'll, I'll stop at Higo yeah, at yeah. 79. Um, okay, okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, why not? You know, 79, huge upside, one Palmetto. All right, you're going to stop me at Keegan. You're going to stop me at Keegan 79, the, the, uh, the hometown boy here. Yep,
1: hometown, tons of greens. Uh, if you could just putt. A little below average he can contend you know he just puts so much below average uh you know maybe maybe uh here of course near his home uh maybe he's played it a bunch he's always up here maybe and, and the greens here aren't like crazy undulated crazy tricky um so maybe you can get out there and and, and do something because his iron game is of course to the green one of the best out there
0: you know what i i, I think you're you're looking at positive strokes gain putting six of the last eight events for Keegan Bradley. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And now albeit oh. It's 0. 0.8, <laughs> 0. Oh, yeah, 0.7. That's great for him. Right. That's like, we will take that right now. Like if I said you, strokes for him. Yeah, every you, if I said, Kenny, I'm going to give you 0. 0.7, you, you may stop. I'll take it. Like you did. Yeah. Yes. Right yes. away. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. He didn't play in the U S open, but I, I'm telling you, his putting is getting better. I've been saying it. it's his putting. He's really starting to make more putts now he's not exactly Brian Harmon, um, but <laughs> he didn't have to be, you know, he's, he's well, a better ball striker than, than Brian Harmon. So I think, I think Keegan's a good play here and he finished second. Oh yeah. By the way, here back in 2019. So, and I think he's probably a better putter now than he was back in 19 Homa uh at 78 has missed the cut the last two years. There's Phil PGA champ 7,800 Molinari seems to be Francisco, that is, seems to be kind of showing his face at least every once in a while now at 77. Look at yeah, Sam Burns. I mean, he's
1: not one of my favorites. I'm going to play him, Francisco. Ooh.
0: Are you? Okay. Molinari. Yep. Yeah. Francisco Molinari, 7,700. Sam Burns, 77. I mean, really? Man. T24 last year, kind of a Burns homer. Like, I was disappointed in him last week, missing the cut. Yeah. Um, you know, you can take the driver out of his hands a little bit. Burns is a good iron player and he's a good putter. You know, his his short game can get a little clunky. So I'm probably going to play Sam Burns at 77. Take the name out, though. I mean, I like, not not trying to be a homer here, but I, I do think irons and putting that's he can go there. And like U.S. Open yep. short game, not as surprising. He, that's his weakness. Um, so I, I, I think this could be a good spot for him. I like the better of
1: courses with four four par fives when it comes to Burns. I like Burns lo, you like a little bit par, fives like par for seven him? twos. Yeah, I like uh, Tringali.
0: fives. I like Burns. You gonna get back on Tringali at seventy six? I thought nope. about
1: it. I mean, he's not one of my favorites, but I'm thinking Redmond seventy six. He was T eleven here last year. He's gonna be chalk.
0: Yeah, I think he's chalk. I'm avoiding for this week. Harold Warner's got a little track record here, decent at seventy five. I just can't play HV three. I just can't do it. I I I don't know. I just cannot HV three Sunjay. Like those are the two guys that I I don't I can't get on the right side of. Um, day he's gonna get some play at 7,500. Can you think he can make it through all 72 holes? Or he says, We'll see. No. I mean, <laughs> we'll,
1: we'll, I don't, yeah, keep rolling. <laughs> I like the lower end in the seven K's. That's why I, nah, 75. I like, I
0: like, yeah, you like, no, nah? nah. uh,
1: I mean, I, yeah, I'm playing him because the good dude can win out anywhere. Yeah, what does he have like four wins in his last 50 events? Yeah, I mean, he could just pop, you know, it's worth it. at five percent ownership.
0: Yeah, for sure. This, and this, well, this would be a spot for him, right? I mean, Kevin na has got to be coming into this week thinking, Hey, if I, if I can put my a game together, I got a chance. And he was fifth last year. You take a little deeper dive here at Nod real quick here. His best splint bent. We know he can roll the rock. Uh, missed the cut at the U S open. Not surprised. Not his best golf as of late. That's kind of Nod though. He can kind of bounce around a little bit with his skill set. You know, he's kind of, he needs to find the right venues 32nd at the Schwab you know one back in the Sony so yeah Kevin Noss 75 certainly gets in play Aaron Wise 74 beautiful ball striker just comes down to the putter for him I mean it can get really chilly Ian Poulter 74 Lanto interesting name 74 Bayo, Rafa Cabral Baio 74 Stuart Zink just won here a couple times 7300 why not
1: there we go. Now, now now you're getting to my people's right here. Okay. Uh you you know, you got Sink who won uh what what he won at Heritage, right? So Harbor Town, another Pete die, seventy three hundred two so cheap for a guy who's won twice and is playing the best golf he's played in five to ten years.
0: Yep. Yeah, and he's won and, and he's he, he likes this part of the country. I mean, this is this is right up his alley here, Stewart Sink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I'll be playing Sink at seventy three hundred. Missed cut last year, T two back in eighteen. Um, he did make the cut last week. Yeah, playing very good golf. Ricky Fowler. Speaking of getting better, I think Fowler, 73, hasn't been here in a while. Fowler's getting better. I mean, it's it's I think it's moving the right way again. I think um, I think he abandoned what he was doing with his swing and he just looks like he's just doing what he used to do. That's just my opinion. I don't know that yeah, for that's, sure. But that flat it swing. Just looks like, yep, it looks like it. Yeah. What he needs to do. You can't play golf swing at that, age, that with his move. Like you just have to look, just it's not perfect. Just hit it, you know. Um, John Rahm's not perfect. No one's perfect. Like I love the DNA and the different movements of it. And then when they start changing, it's like, why? I don't get that. Brendan Todd, excuse me. It wasn't Brendan Todd last year. It was uh, um, in the playoff. It was, it was uh, Kevin Strillman. Wasn't it? I I don't have it in front of me. I think it was. It was Strillman I have that finished second. Out, not but Todd. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Todd to this point finished 11th. So short hitter um, guy that uh, he's like, nope, keep going. <laughs> I was trying to talk you into that one. Kenny, Chris Kirk. What about Grio? 7,300.
1: Yes. That's that, that that's Grio and Sink are my guys in okay. the 7K range. Those All are right. two. Uh those are my two favorites. We got Sink. I think Grio finished behind Sink uh at the Heritage the last time they played on the Pete Dye course. I mean, I think the numbers he's just uh, you know, he he's been playing decent golf, a little bit up and down, but good couple of top ten finishes in his last six events. Uh, I'm a fan of Griot this week. I think this is the type of course where he can excel.
0: Yeah. He was course, right. there. The iron the game's good.
1: Greens. Yeah.
0: Yep. He was right there uh, with sink at RBC. He finished eighth at the Schwab Gained 3.6 putting missed the cut at Memorial. Yeah. His putting is getting better. There's no question. You look at his trends over the last, yeah, you know, I, I could certainly, I could certainly go with Griot as well. Approach game, man. He is, his his iron game is fantastic right now. He's really, yeah. You know, I, I think Griot, is going to get a lot of looks there um, for sure. There's a EVR 72 CT pond 72, be a good place for CT pond. He's got to find his spots. Maverick McNeely. First time they'll pop once in a while. Brennan Steele has played very well here. Very well at 7,200. I mean, I need a guy to make the cut A veteran. I think I'm going steel at 7,200 and can yeah, run uh, up he makes, the top 10. You know, I, I think Steelers, Denver yeah, around makes. there. Snedeker, 72. There's Guido, 72, coming off the U.S. Open. You like him here, Guido? I, I, he was so much fun to watch. That I just sort of have to play him.
1: <laughs> you, know, I, you know, on Sunday, it was just so much fun, uh, like Italian passion. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, he, he won me as a fan on yeah. Sunday, so I'm going to play him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's cool to see Wilco, Guido, and 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 Higo just you know, they're all kind of shining in their own way. Aren't they here in the last couple of weeks, they just, they've yep. come over. Higo wins Guido's fist pumping his way to a, to a master's invite. Um, and, and then, you know, Wilco is just like, he's just a different dude. That guy hitting his driver. But he's like, okay, wait, that ball just went 370. Oh my God. Like he didn't even swing at it. Yeah, <laughs> It's been cool to watch those three guys, um, excel. Um, yeah, Guido will get a little more play this week for sure than now that people have seen him. Chess and Hadley, I don't see how you could play him at seventy one. You know Patton in his top ten last year seventy one. He's he's had some good events. Ortiz missed the cut the last two years seventy one. Matt Jones seventy one. Zach Johnson seventy one. Again, I need a guy to make the cut coming down here. Give me some value. I think Zach Johnson's and I think Zach Johnson and Brendan Steele are certainly two guys you want to look at right there. Kisner. Seems like it's he's starting to show some life with his game. Um, I'm probably gonna pass on him. Munoz seventy one, I'll pass. Mackenzie Hughes, T three last year, played very well at the US Open. You think he's gonna come back? You think he'll bounce back? McKenzie Hughes and come in here and play well like he did last year, seventy one. Russell Knox, he's won here. Seven thousand.
1: Yeah, Hughes is so hard to read. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, he just he just makes like eighty foot putts all the time and you can't really like he'll make like five of them in the tournament and he'll, he'll get will get in the top 10 because of that. And yeah. uh, You know, you look at his numbers, like, man, his ball striking is just not great. Uh, but he just comes up with these clutch long putts to get up in there. He's just so hard to judge.
0: I do think Russell Knox is coming. I, I think Russell Knox is on his way back. Um, I know Russell fairly well. He lives here and I've just been kind of watching him pretty closely. I think his ball striking is trending. And I think his putting is incrementally getting better. Like he, he, I feel like he's, I think Russell feels like his, it's like, you know, when you're doing the right things and you can see it and it hasn't quite blossomed yet, you know, like you hear the players talk like that a lot. Like, I'm just not quite getting the, what I need yet out of the round. I think that's how Russell feels, and he's making. Yeah, he was cuts. in contention. I, hmm,
1: I forget yeah. which event he was in contention uh, earlier this year, going into Sunday. I forget which one it was, but I think it was I mean, the I guy. Was well yeah, I up. like him too. think think was, I, it was yeah. good. Huh.
0: Yeah, I think I think Russell needs needs to be played here at seven thousand for sure. List 7,000. He's never made the cut here. Perez seven thousand. Reavy seven thousand. One back in two thousand nineteen. Nope. Stanley seven thousand doesn't feel like the right spot for him. Like you like Stanley. Yeah. It's a possibility for me. this week. I mean, him and him and Chaz in that seven K right at seven K. I'm thinking about playing one of those two. Yeah. I like Chaz for sure. Uh, Doug Gim 7,000. So Doug Gim is, is the other guy that Derek works with that I had. And and I was really excited to to, to see that because Derek works with Phil Mickelson on a putting and Xander. And he's got a lot of guys, really, really talented guy and he's helped them all. And then Doug came to him and I was like, that that's like the best news I've heard in a long time, because we know Gim can hit it (laughs) good ball striker, but his putting can be so bad and he needs help. I think he's, I kind of got the feeling that it's, you're going to see some improved putting here coming soon from Gim. Maybe it's a little early, um, but I think Doug Gim getting out ahead of it. When he comes out and has that plus four plus five putting week, he'll win um, because of the way he can, uh, the way that he can hit it. And he's, he's an excellent ball striker out of Texas. There's Gooch. I think Damon's out right at 7,000. I don't think, I think Joel um, withdrew. All right. So those, okay. those are some sevens. Whew, man, it always takes a while to get through this. There's so many names, but that's fun to go through there and just kind of give people an idea. Yeah, nah, yeah. You know, like, yep. You know, I think, cause we're all looking, you gotta win there as you know, right? Like you've gotta, you've gotta get some guys down in that range to make the cut and then climb. And if you can get them in the top 20, top 10, and somehow win, then you, you've certainly you've certainly crushed it. All right, we're going to finish up six thousands. Speaking of lots of names, give me a name that you like in the six thousands.
1: I, I like uh, Hank the Tank Leviota uh, this week. Uh, you know, coming off like maybe what four straight made cuts, three or four straight made cuts. Uh, Iron game has been looking pretty good here at least recently. Um, you know, get, hitting a ton of greens. Uh, out there Uh, and then you know avoiding the troubles really good on par fours here recently Uh, i think he's worth a look uh, on the cheap range so i like leviota
0: i'll give you austin ekro 66 just turned pro really good collegiate player um, coming from that pga tour university Uh, i think he was third or fourth actually spent some time with him um, out in scottsdale last year got to know him, his game, impressive. He he's got, you know, he's, I don't think he's going to be the longest. I think he's long enough, but I think his um, I think his iron game and his putting is where he can go. So I think this is a good spot for him to come in and make the cut and uh, kind of build on that at 6,600. So a name that probably won't get a lot of play, but uh, I think he'll be a, uh, I think he will be a decent pro. And I think he could easily come here in this spot and and do some damage. Who else? six thousands.
1: Yeah. Um, it's tough. I mean, you know, just looking at it, I, I maybe Ryan armor, maybe Kadira, who's playing a little bit better after a yeah, really I was thinking long Kadyra string too. Of, of, of bad play. I'm thinking Kadira is probably the second guy I go with.
0: Yeah. I like Kadira a lot. I'll give you another name, Vincent Whaley. I, I think, um, I could be a bit of a homer, but he, he, he's a, he can, he makes a lot of cut Vincent Whaley makes a lot of cuts. Um, and, uh, you know, I think he can be a bit of a power game player, but I do think he's got the rest of it as well. I, I think he's a player that's kind of forming into really, as he learns the ropes, not, a not, not like a lot of glaring weaknesses. You know, I think he can kind of do a lot, a little bit of everything. So I'll, I'll, I'll stay with Whaley. He's been very good to me um, in lineups, making cuts and, and fulfilling what he needs to be doing for me. So Vincent Whaley, the Georgia tech kid, Sixty four hundred. Anybody else there that we need to know about in the six thousands? Khedira yeah, is at sixty five. I, mean, uh, I like that. What about Luke Donald? He's yeah. showing
1: a little life. Yeah, uh, maybe. But like, I you think know, that's it's a pretty good rough pick. once that's you get below sixty
0: five hundred. Yeah. I think that's a good pick. I really do. I think Luke Donald is definitely starting to piece it back together. I actually had him on the podcast a couple weeks ago, uh, and um, we were okay. talking, and, I, and we were talking more short game, and he's one, of, you know, he's just a brilliant short game player. But I, you kind of get the sense that things are just you know he's kind of just one layer at a time right you know just kind of piecing it back together and he has had some he's shown some form he's shown some life so i think this is a good spot for him let me let me see how he's luke donald here where is he at 60 what i think 64 yeah there he is yeah he made the cut last year you can't really you know you got to go further back with luke i mean he's working out of a certainly working out of a slump. Tyler Duncan at 63 has made the cut the last three years here. Um, And Kevin Tway, keep in mind, 62 at 6,200 T5, T6 back in 2019 and 2018. (laughs) Kevin Tway, Scott Brown's made the cut the last three years. So that's, that's some other guys that uh, we need, we need guys to make cuts. Sung Kang has made the cut for the last five years. I can't play Sung Kang. Can't do it. Wyndham Clark, T15 back in 2019. Von Taylor has a fourth here. He's at 66. All right. So a lot Same of names. Your favorite, type of force, right? your favorite right now, DraftKings Sportsbook. Bryson is 12 to 1. Dustin's 13. late 16. Casey, 18. Kepka down at 18. There's Harmon, your boy at 20 to 1. Not a big fan of Scheffler this week, 25 to 1. Strillman certainly getting some play, 30 to 1. Um, there's Burns at fifty, Hoffman at forty-five, and Henley fifty-five. So those are uh, those are some win tickets there. It's DraftKings Sportsbook. That's a wrap. Travelers Championship 2021. Kenny Kim uh, at Kendo VT on Twitter. Is that right?
1: Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Next time, hopefully, I have a little better setup. <laughs> no, this Before is great. I love it.
0: Go back to work. Thank you for coming on the show. All right, thanks man. I Appreciate get it. See you later everybody. Lines. Yep. I just want to interrupt this interview real quick and give a shout out to my friends over at Encore Golf. Encore provides some of the most cutting edge technology in a golf ball that I have ever seen. Their team in Buffalo, New York is changing the script of golf technology through their perimeter weighted designs, which offer players enhanced accuracy and control for every shot on the course. With their award winning Elixir and Avant 55 golf balls, they are transforming the game for players of all skill levels visit encoregolf.com backslash travis fulton for more details about their products that are revolutionizing the game now back to the stripe show